0: Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Bob Bernie Live. Um, not all evil is uh, found at satanic conventions, Winter West, Winter Fest, or Wicked Winter Fest, or whatever it was. That's not the only place you find real evil. If you've got your eyes open, you'll find evil in a lot of different places. For instance, public school libraries, a lot of public school classrooms, many secular university classrooms, government offices. I think we need to be careful not to to use evil unadvisedly. But I think today we don't use the word evil, wicked, enough when we are literally surrounded by wickedness. And again, it's, I mean, you look at Satan Con, they're ripping up Bibles and having satanic spells. Yeah, obviously that's wicked and evil. But that's not the only place. Listen to to this headline. Chelsea Clinton rushes to defend porn for school kids, calls it vital for children. Now listen, putting pornographic images in front of little children is evil. But the liberal progressive left in America today calls it vital instruction, diversity, openness. No, it's not diversity. It's not openness. It's wickedness. Chelsea Clinton has gone on a Twitter rage against Republicans who are, quote, trying to ban books. She's following in the footsteps of our president, Joe Biden, who just a few days ago in uh, a press meeting railed against Republicans who are trying to ban books for children. Well, now, first, I don't know of any Republican anywhere that's trying to ban any books. But what they are trying to do is make sure that books, particularly in libraries, are age-appropriate. That's not banning. Words mean something. Language is important. And the liberal left, you're going to hear this between now and the election, the presidential election, you're going to hear this all the time. Republicans are trying to ban books, ban books, ban books. Remember when they used to burn books? No. Again, I don't know of any Republican anywhere that's trying to ban any books. But they are trying to make sure that little kids don't get their hands on porn, and that books are age-appropriate. That's not banning. Well, Chelsea Clinton tweeted, Republicans are trying to ban books. She said this, quote, over 50% of the attempted book bans last year. And again, we're not talking bans. Again, she said, over 50% of the attempted book bans last year involved books with LGBTQ plus characters and themes. Listen to this, and I'm quoting. Books are a vital way that children, adolescents, and adults learn about themselves and our world. Bands such as these are nothing but harmful. Really? Books that contain graphic descriptions of oral sex, same sex, for children as young as four years old, five years old, six years old? That's Banning healthy, essential, important books? Uh, no. It's protecting children. That, that would be like, uh, let's just say, um, here's a kindergarten classroom, okay? And someone put out on on a, a low level counter in a kindergarten classroom a whole bunch of very very sharp knives very very sharp knives we're talking kindergartners okay and someone comes into the room and says oh my goodness what in the world are we doing with sharp shiny knives In a kindergarten classroom where any child can pick one up. And so the person goes over and grabs them and says, we cannot have this in this classroom. And so the headline, the next morning in the local newspaper, religious fanatic tries to ban knives. What? Well, they weren't trying to ban knives. They were trying to get them out of the hands of little kids who do not know how to handle it. I don't see any difference at all. Parents, teachers, activists, religious or not, who takes a look at a book that is filled with graphic sexual pictures, encounters, story. And I'm talking graphics. Some of these books are incredibly graphic. And so we say, that's not appropriate. You're trying to ban books. And that's exactly what Chelsea Clinton and others. Uh, One of the books that people are trying to get out of elementary school libraries uh there's a book with explicit and I'm quoting explicit illustrations of sex acts. There's a book about incest, one is a sex story about two ten year old boys, one about yeah i no, i can't I can't read that on the air uh one about a young girl who seduces a man who then kidnaps her and I could go on. These are the books that the liberal left says. In fact, let me again quote Chelsea Clinton. Over 50% of the attempted book bans last year involved books with LGBTQ plus characters and themes. Books are a vital way that children, adolescents, and adults learn about themselves and our world. Bans such as these are nothing but harmful. When you are removing the books to protect the innocence of a child, only someone who endorses wickedness would call that harmful. And again, my hypothetical illustration of a whole table full of very sharp, shiny, shiny, pretty knives in a preschool classroom or a kindergarten classroom or a first or second grade classroom. You want to ban knives? Knives can be very useful. Yeah, knives can be useful. They can also be incredibly destructive and harmful in the hands of of those not old enough to handle them." This is evil. Trying to indoctrinate children with mature themes is nothing but evil. This is wickedness. This is not book banning. This is not fanaticism. This is common sense protection. Of children. All right, we'll be back. My number eight seven seven Bob Live. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Bob Bernie Live. I don't know whether you uh, know the name Bob Kennedy. But if you ever went to an OSU football game, uh, Otterbein basketball game, Ohio State University baseball game, you would immediately recognize his voice. Uh, Bob Kennedy, for about 20 years, was the voice of the horseshoe. He was the stadium announcer at all Ohio State home football games for 20 years. Uh, He uh, was the uh, sideline announcer for Otterbein basketball for I don't know how many years. And he also uh, did most of the stadium announcing for Ohio State baseball. Uh, He was also a daily personality on WDLR radio out of Delaware. Bob Kennedy was also a good friend. He passed away over the weekend unexpectedly at his home. Uh, Bob worked here for us, Salem Media, here in Columbus for, uh, for quite some time. Uh, He did news for us when our FM station, The Answer, first went on the air. Uh, He provided a well-seasoned, well-known voice in central Ohio as part of our news operation for our news station and so forth. And uh, he was a friend. Uh, He passed away uh, probably in his sleep. He had been experiencing some health problems, and a week or two ago, he posted a somewhat cryptic post on his Facebook page. I think I, I think he knew. Um, he trusted me enough when his mother uh, passed away a few years ago. He asked me to uh, to preach her funeral service, and I was deeply, deeply honored to do the funeral service for uh, Bob Kennedy's mother. Um, he will be missed. Like I said, I would imagine that most people in Central Ohio probably didn't recognize his name, although uh, about a year ago, uh, Channel Six and Channel Twenty Eight, the TV stations. Uh, did a piece on him um and did quite a a really good piece on him um he was kind he was gentle uh filled with um enthusiasm and um the ohio state football games uh, whoever they choose uh, will have big big shoes to fill and um The Ohio State home games, Otterbein games will just not be the same without the voice of Bob Kennedy. Um, He didn't have a lot of family. Uh, He was very, very close to his mother when she passed away. And um, that made up most of his family, but he had hundreds, thousands, probably, of friends um here in uh, central ohio he will be missed he will be missed so i wanted to mention that if um if you had not heard uh i wanted to mention that while i was thinking about it just before that in the last segment i was talking about evil that is very very present in our culture and our society Remember the old Willie Nelson song, To All the Girls That I've Loved Before? Remember that? Very, very famous, and it even became uh, more famous when Willie Nelson did a duet with Julio Iglesias on All the Women I've Loved Before, and many, many people have done covers of it. Well, a group of Princeton University drama students have put together a play And the name of it is, and I'm not making this up, To All the Babies I've Killed Before. A Love-Hate Letter to Storytelling. And no, I, I thought this was a sick parody, but it's true. Here it is. A group of Princeton University students performed a feminist musical over the weekend focused on abortion and self-empowerment. To All the Babies I've Killed Before, Love-Hate Letter to Storytelling explores the challenges of being heard and cultivating self-empowerment as a queer, cognitively disabled woman in artistic spaces that traditionally center archaic Western patriarchal narratives grounded in firm structures of storytelling and comedy. That's actually the description in the program. Yeah, I'm not, no, not going to read it again. Another part of the program says, and I quote, the title twists a well-known saying to many writers, sometimes you just have to kill your babies. There was a time not long ago, that if you referred to abortion as killing babies, oh my goodness, people would flip out. They would have a, what do you mean? Don't say that, that's inflammatory, killing babies. It's now out in the open. Remember, we used to hear safe and rare, safe and rare. The rare part is now gone. Gone. The description goes on. Questions of agency and womanhood have, of course, long plagued our society in more ways than just artistic expression. Today in the United States, more than 19 million women live in contraceptive deserts, lacking access to affordable reproductive health care. It is a musical play put on at Princeton University celebrating the killing of babies yes we are surrounded by evil